alcohol beef. Hey, welcome back, Youth Ministry Booster folks. Uh, we are hanging out with another fun episode. My buddy Chad Higgins, this is Zach Work, and talking about all things youth ministry and food, apparently. <laughs> so wait, you, you... All things youth ministry. That, that's a... It's a bold claim. That is a bold claim. I would love someone... You need to reach into what's the most obscure youth ministry topic... That's you know what I mean, like that's still applicable. Like you can't just be like, I, I think Mount Rushmore. You guys should talk about that. No, like of like student ministry related. What would be the most obscure, obscure like topic to talk? Because we're we're coming up on, and we said it a few episodes ago. It'll be seven years this October, and over two hundred and fifty episodes. So, like, we talked about, like, some of the things that we want to cover in the next few months. I know we've covered before. It's just been a hot minute. So, like, what... So, for those listening, like, what is something that we haven't covered? Like, literally, legitimately have not covered that we ought to be covering? That's a fair question. Okay. All right. Reach out. Obscure, let us know. Like, what have we not covered? (laughs) One of the things that we haven't covered, uh, we talked about this the other day, and we wanted to throw it out to our friends. Um... If you could have a food named after you. Specifically at a restaurant. At a restaurant. Like you roll up to a restaurant and someone's gonna order the Higgins. Yeah. Or I need I need I need two workings to go. Golly. Like what That's is strong. that? What is that? Like what is the food? What is the restaurant? Like I know for some folks it's probably like a sandwich or maybe it's like a flavor of ice cream, but for you, like I don't want to say where we were because, like, that gives away, I think, a little bit of the humor. But where you brought it up made me laugh a lot. Well, I, I mean, I'll bring it up because it's not my food that I'm going to use. Okay, you're not going to use this no, one? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, we, were at a, we were at a sushi restaurant. <laughs> and there was a- Chad, Chad yelped and found apparently a gold mine of sushi that was two miles from my house that he was mad that I didn't know existed. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't look up all of the strip mall shopping areas for best sushi. But there we are. Well, and so we're at the sushi restaurant. There is a role that is, I don't even remember the guy's name, but there's a role named after a a person. Yeah. Which means he either works there, which is probably the most likely, or like he is a patron at the level that they're like, this guy orders the same thing every time. So we got to get every stinking time. There's also that like third possibility that it's like you know you know what Tom reminds me of a good salmon <laughs> <laughs> salmon and cream cheese. Just when he rolls in, man, that's our guy. That's old Krabby Craig, you know, <laughs> just old Krabby Craig. Yeah, a little slice of avocado on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, so I feel like I feel like if I went steak. Right. Oh, just immediately going jumping to steak just to cut a meat. Right. Like, like you are like Higgins is the re- ribeye. Oh, he is. Steak. Okay. You know okay. I mean? Like, I don't know if that's true though. Um, I I think if if it's up to me and I get to choose, so I like I like obscurity. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I like the idea that when I'm not in the room. Somebody's gonna sit down at an Italian restaurant. Maybe think and just just a bowl of spaghetti 
is just the Chad. That's <laughs> just it. Just, then, just then bolo be, noodles and red sauce. Right. Okay. Because then you're going to be like, why is this named after someone? Like, what did he do? Is right. there something different? Like, they're going to go home and like try to recreate the sauce, and it's like, is it brown sugar? <laughs> like, is it is it cinnamon? Is that what he's doing? What is he? Is, it's 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 turmeric. He's adding turmeric to the sauce. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the Higgins. Okay, but it's, it's a cut of meat. Is it a certain steak? That's no, just I just a bowl of spaghetti. Bowl of spaghetti, <laughs> just like meatballs, red sauce, no, like man. just just the most ordinary spaghetti. Because it's not about me. I want it to be weird. You want it to you and want I it to be like, like a weird version of normal. I just feel like spaghetti is so normal. Okay. It's like, why would anybody have that named after? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the Higgins Bucatini, you know. Right. It's it's good. It's good. What are you? What are you? Uh, it's probably a sandwich uh, or a wrap. I'm gonna go with a wrap. Oh it's probably it's we, we we've talked about it. it's a breakfast burrito. There's a breakfast burrito that's the work in, and it probably is really like, breakfast burrito is the like it's fast, is. ready to go. Like uh, there's a couple places we've been on the road. There's one in Asheville that is like make some of the best breakfast burritos and tacos. Um, and it's one that's got goat cheese, which shouldn't work, but it does work. And I am here for it. So I don't know. It's probably some kind of like quick and ready, like breakfast burrito. That's like, you're like eating and driving. It's like one hand coffee, one hand breakfast. Like I'm, I'm here for it. So work, a working to go, a working to go just seems like the breakfast that you're going to start your day with. Goats don't get enough respect. They don't. They got great milk. They got great cheese. Yeah. <laughs> they got great facial hair, you know, right? I mean, they literally, there's a lot There's a lot that comes out of a goat, you know? There's a lot, a lot going on. Do you know that if you live in an area and you have goats and you're afraid that coyotes would get them, the normal farmhand thing to do is to actually buy a donkey? A donkey protects goats? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's the thing that protects the goats from yeah. the coyotes? Donkeys are. That is not something we covered. In, <laughs> that's not something we covered in the Animal Kingdom day of like <laughs> Kingdom phylum species. Yeah, goats, yeah. Our donkeys pretty mean. Donkeys, a mean old, a mean old donkey protecting your dirty old goats. Well, there you go. That's it. Good to know. <laughs> the Good to know. You the things you learned. <laughs> what an obscure topic today on Youth Ministry Booster. Yeah, be a donkey for your leaders, everybody. Be a donkey you for your leaders. Yeah, um, we do want to talk about something. This has been asked recently. So again, obscure, uh, obscure questions, um, sushi roll, uh, food group questions. But one of the questions that we get asked always, kind of this time of year, for folks that are checking out Youth Ministry Booster, is you got that soul care on the web page. What, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so. I just wanted to share in some things that we've shared uh, relationally with some of our folks or in some of the conversations for people that would ask the question just through a podcast means to say that this is one of the things that we want to make sure and stamp as part of our community beyond just resourcing you to do more work. I think it's really easy um, to give ministry leaders, youth pastors, kids ministers, senior pastors more to do. Um, there is a never-ending supply of things that you could get done. You're probably sitting in your office, if you're listening to this in your office, feeling like you have more to do than you have time to do. Or you may even be in the car on the drive to the office or home from the office feeling like I have too much to do or I didn't get enough done. And so I do think there is an element of needing more resources that make things simplified or effective or efficient or organized. And we have a layer of that. But one of the things that we were from the beginning wanted to stamp out is more than just having this be some kind of like coaching community that helps you like get stuff done and nail it and crush it and kill it at work uh, is to give a very full picture that like 
ministry work is taxing, draining, exhausting. I think to the point that like even when it's good, it's more tiring than we realize. It just felt really good. And so I think it's really important that we have a layer of naming out not just more things to help you get more done or be more productive, but to stay a person so that you can pastor. Because the minute you care more about productivity, you start using machine language instead of person language. And one of the things that I would want every youth minister that listens to this podcast or serves or leads to do is to be a whole person um, far more than they are a complete machine. And I think it's really important to name it that way. So there's some layers to it. Uh, One of the things that we do offer is appointments you can set up with some of the folks on our team to meet and discuss, to pray with someone. Sometimes you just have a crummy Sunday, right? Like sometimes you just have a really run of a Sunday or Wednesday. Some of the podcast started for people having bad Wednesdays, and we just encouragement to not go throw all those feelings into a bag of Taco Bell food. (laughs) Like don't eat your way through your sadness or your frustration. Hey, buddy, your sermon wasn't so bad that you need 4,000 calories to fix it. Um, But there's also some layers of like the individual work of making sure that we're asking ourselves the right questions, some of the videos and resources, but also in the community. Like, Chad, like one of the things that you've always been really careful to add in each month mastermind guide is not just a collaborative or growth initiative question, but a soul care question that really... I don't know. It, it it conjures up a certain level of risk taking to be that transparent, that honest. And so I would love maybe for you to talk a little bit about why that's something that we're committed to for folks that maybe are walking into Booster just thinking like, I'm going to get the stuff I need right. and then be surprised by the soul care that they actually received. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I think the whole thing's a big bait and switch. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I mean that in the, the, in the most way. healthy way possible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think when we're at our most unhealthy, yeah, or we're at even not even unhealthy, but just motoring through, yeah, doing, 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 doing. 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 Like we've often said that we're we, meaning anyone listening and ourselves, we're we're the last ones to know that we finally hit an unhealthy spot, right? And, and so taking some time every month to be able to pause and see that. And so the reason I say it's a bait and switch, it's not a bait and switch, but I, I think a lot of times we think all we need to do to be a better youth pastor is to like know the next best thing, yeah. have the next yeah. best idea, train better. Innovate our way out of this hole we're in. <laughs> and I think actually what's the case a lot of the times is that we've we've grown to be in a spiritually unhealthy place. Yeah. Um, we've gotten to a place where, um, and, and it's not even like spiritual bankrupt, but we are relying on our own talents, our own abilities uh, to get us to that next level or that next space mm. in student ministry instead of being really, really faithful to the things that matter the most. Mm. Um, I think it's honestly, I think it's one of the big reasons there's always been so much debate between like a wide ministry or a deep ministry. Yeah. And the reason that we have those conversations is because 
we're trying to grow on our own merit instead of realizing that like it is the Lord who grows, right? Like we plant, we water, but it is Lord who grows. And I think that's both spiritually and numerically when done correctly. Mm. Um, I think that there's a faithfulness that when God gives us something and we're not just people that like bury it in the ground, but we are spiritually cultivating things, um, that there is that depth of growth and width of growth that comes from that. Now, it's not instantaneous, right? Any of that kind of stuff. This isn't this like health, wealth, prosperity of student <laughs> yeah. ministry. If you do this, if then you, we uh, promise you it'll happen. <laughs> we promise you. Yeah, you yeah, buy yeah. this prayer rag. It will um, happen. But the reality is there is a faithfulness of student ministry. Yeah. And I think surrounding ourselves with other men and women in the field that are passionate about not just doing things right at an organizational level, but doing things right at a spiritual level is beneficial for your ministry, for your church, and for you. You know, I've often said that some of the seasons of ministry for me that on the outside looking in looked the most healthy were actually some of the times in my own life that, man, I just felt burned out. Yeah. And I think, I think it's not enough, if I'm going to be honest, that we only pause once a month, but for booster, us taking the opportunity once a month inside of our mastermind groups to pause, to be asked by another minister specific questions about our own like mental health, spiritual health, yeah. all of these kind of things to to be able to reflect and go, okay, how re, honestly, how am I? Yeah. Like junk aside, like how am I? Have I gotten sarcastic? Mm-hmm. Have I gotten bitter? Am I mad for some reason? Am I being short at home? Like all of these questions are really, really important. Am I finding excuses to stay at the office? Yeah. Instead of spending time with my family. And the thing is, man, like we will run from that and we will justify that. Yeah. And I think we've got to create a community that gets better at leaning on each other and yeah. leaning to each other. Yeah. And so um, at the heart of our like mastermind soul care element, it's that. The other element for like those those calls and things like that, we can sometimes find friends that maybe aren't in ministry or maybe they are that we just gripe to. Yeah. They just become our sounding board. Yeah. Sometimes we know when they call what the call is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's a level of that if you know we all have that like venting process that I think is probably pretty healthy. But when it becomes an over and over process, yeah. We're just cultivating a heart and an attitude that yeah. is bitter, that is sarcastic. And so having somebody that's not necessarily your best friend um, to be able to like call to and go, hey, like here's what's going on. I need a perspective. Yeah, in this. say it in a way that maybe somebody else couldn't say to me. Sure. Yeah, and and I think having the opportunity to jump on, you know, and schedule one of those like soul care calls is so like beneficial in those kind of things. Um, 
And, and then the other part of what we're trying to do in Booster is, you know, our host, our members that have been in booster for a while that we trust. And, and so we've invited them to be host. And so it's part of this too, is developing a culture. That's not just a a receiver, but we're, we're trying to really build a community that says, no, no, we want to, we want to reshape. We want to rethink student ministry in a healthy terms where we're not just trying to like jump on Facebook and like, complain yeah do, do you see now you can post anonymously in facebook groups gross gross <laughs> like, um, what are we doing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so I, we I, don't want to we don't want to be we don't want to be helped we just want to be heard yeah there's a there's a song by a band dawes it's i'm really into dad rock right now um it's like do you want to do you want help or you do you just want to complain True. and I, i'm really feeling like that's the tag uh in there is a there is a thread in ministry life where it's like you just want to complain you just want to cry out but not actually get called out for what's right or wrong well i think that mentality is it's always everyone else's fault right and i think great leadership really starts to realize you know other people are going to mess up and fail it happens um but i'm not going to let it like train wreck my attitude right like my outlook it doesn't get to control me values like all of those kind of things and so um, I think that we want to try to we want to push into each one of us yeah. to really examine our heart and where we're at and ask tough questions. Um, you know, honestly, all of this is all just a big starting point for us. The discussion yeah. questions and things like that. Um, one of the analogies that we always give you know, is there is that like gym mentality to booster, right? Yeah. Like it is, it's a physical working out. And so like anything, like you're going to get out of it, what you put in. That's right. That's right. And so if you're trying to become more spiritually healthy, those kind of things, and you're pushing into that and you're finding other people that are doing that same thing, like you're so much more likely for yeah. that to happen. Yeah. No. And again, it's, it's, uh do the things that you would want for your students and leaders to do. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think in traveling and learning, um, standing in front of youth ministers, sitting with youth ministers at coffee tables and conference tables, um, all the things that they want for their students. I just want to make sure that it's coming from a place of practice in their own life. Um, to be connected to a small group, to be praying with fellow believers, to be in the word together. And if there's a space that our team can create community for that to happen for you in a way that you don't feel alone, that you're just trying to order, structure, dictate, um, manage somebody else's community, but there's a real life flow of learning, being mentored, being called up and prayed for and cared for. I think your students will notice it, see it and follow in that way too. Um, to not be afraid to be discipled, to not be afraid to be in community uh, when you need it the most. And when you don't think you need it, it's when you need it the most. So we'll talk about it more in the next couple of weeks, but I think just I wanted to pause here before um, it's really easy to get back to school and get on a routine um, and whatever maybe we learned this summer to forget and whatever we um, um, had in front of us, allowing it to worry us out of mm-hmm. out of business. And so um, for friends that are listening, if you want to ask more, learn more, you can go to youthministrybooster.com. We can set up a time. We can talk more. But I just want you to hear from our team, from Chad and I, that you are loved, you are cared for, and we are big fans 
of a healthy you leading a healthy ministry. Pastor, this is Zach. I just wanted to add a tag at the end if you're still listening uh, that youthministrybooster.com is a place to get signed up for community that isn't just resources for you and your leaders, although it is that. It's also a place to be heard, to be known, to be seen. Uh, it's really easy to feel used up as the minister on staff because you get paid to do it or you get voluntold to do it. Uh, and we want to be folks that see you, that care about you, and are here for you. 